0: During the trip from Des Moines to Plano, Iowa, she drives as Max sleeps. Despite the chaos of suitcases, cabs, traffic, and nightmarish arguments, they somehow caught the flight from New York. She had tried every form of plea and coercion to get Max's agreement to go to Maitland. It was only after she broke down completely that Max relented. Just barely. She didn't wait for him to change his mind. She stayed up all night, constantly peeking into his bedroom to make sure he was alive. The next day, they were on that plane. Her anxiety lessens as she settles into the thrum of the road. She lights a cigarette and lowers her window, hoping that Max won't wake up. He hates it when she smokes. The landscape is a flat, weary brown. It is only after they reach Plano and turn off the highway that all around them explodes, Every broad leaf is a stroke of green, bursting with liquid sun. She smells the aftermath of swollen showers and imagines a flood of expiation that wipes the world clean, leaving one incorruptible, the black secret earth. It is a sign of hope, she decides, a presentiment that all will be well. As she drives on, she turns her face to the sun, relaxes in its warmth, and thinks of max as a small boy one afternoon in particular flashes in her mind at her father's farm in wisconsin shortly before he died danielle rocked gently in the porch swing and watched as the afternoon sun burnished gold into the summer air and turned her bones to butter as she sank deeper into the worn cushion max clambered up and sprawled across her lap They had been swimming all morning, and exhausted, Max wrapped his arms tightly around her neck and fell into that syncopated stupor unique to young boys. She breathed deeply of the heady scent of magnolias that hung over them, voluptuous, cream-colored blossoms so heavy and full that their tenuous grip upon stem and branch threatened to drop them softly onto the lush green below. Their scent was interlaced with her son's essence, a mixture of boy sweat, sunburned skin, and dark spice. As she held him closer, she felt his heart echo the strong beat of her own. Eyes closed, she gave herself up to the languid moment of mother and child, perfect in its communion and impermanence so intense as to be indistinguishable from piercing sadness or exquisite joy. It would always be like this, she had thought. Nothing, she vowed, would ever tear them apart. It is then that she looks up at the white arched gate. It is then that she reads the weathered sign. Faded words hang in black metal letters, pierced against the sky, Maitland, it says, swinging in the breeze. Maitland Psychiatric Asylum.